to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this Thursday. This Thursday, beautiful Thursday, the Lord has given us another day in the earth realm to do some damage in the kingdom of darkness. Remember, we don't live in the kingdom of darkness. We live in the kingdom of light because God is light. We walk with him. So therefore, we see the light every day walking with God. Light overcome darkness. So we do not travel. Hear this. We don't walk by what? Sight. We walk by faith. Okay, we do not go live our life by sight. We live it by faith. Faith show us what where we going, what we what we will receive, what we need to have. Faith is the key, and faith is ever increasing. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. And faith will keep you in position. Yes, for reaping day. Yes, because mm-hmm. faith is ever increasing, ever increasing faith every day. Mm-hmm. We got faith for that day. Yes, and it's increased. Never stays the same because we serve a God who is ever increasing. So we are to increase in what we do. All right. Go ahead, Dad. We've been in Proverbs chapter 27, verses 23 through 27. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. So we know that our flocks is what we do, our gifting, our talent where we spend the majority of our focused time during our day that is tending to our flock. So we must be diligent to know the state of our flock, the state of our occupation, the state of our area of gifting. We must be diligent to know it, not to know what used to work, but to know the ongoings of right now, the present day, and what the future beholds. Verse 24, for riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations when the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the price of a field you shall have enough goat's milk for your food for the food of your household and for the nourishment of your maid servant so it's talking about a progression in verse 25 when the hay is removed when we've used up what we have, when we've worked with what we have in our hand, it reveals the tender grass. It shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in. Then it tells us in verse 26, the lambs will provide your clothing. Well, where do the lambs come from? They come from the flocks of which you were diligent to know the state of. So your gift then begins to bring a return Um, back onto you in the beginning of business usually it's not financially profitable in the very beginning there's a tremendous amount of sacrifice when people are building um, their business it's a tremendous amount of sacrifice a lot of times they're working a job just to pay for their business there's a tremendous amount of sacrifice but we're here to encourage you on this morning do not give up too soon do not give up on your dream it's about to happen it's closer than you think. You must be in position on reaping day. Do not grow weary 
in your well-doing. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 tells us, do not grow weary in your well-doing because if you faint not, if you're there on reaping day, you will receive. There's going to be a reaping for that sacrifice. There's going to be a reaping for that work. Are you going to be there on that day? Is your capacity going to be great enough? Are you going to have the right tools on harvest day to reap that harvest? Are you going to have the strength to be able to bring it in from the place of which it is, the field, into the place where it is going? We know that when we are sowing seed, the seed is usually lightweight. The seed is not bulky. It's it's small in comparison to the fruit of the seed. When we go out to reap, We need an increased capacity to bring in the bulk, to bring in the weight. We need the strength for the harvest. So from seed time to harvest, we must continue to increase in capacity, increase in strength, access wisdom from above for great exploits. Verse 27 tells us, you shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and the nourishment of your maidservants. So you're going to be able to take care of you. You're going to be able to take care of your house and those who are networked and partner with you. And it's so so refreshing here and encouraging this day. This word is so refreshing, so encouraging. It says, don't wander from your place. Mm -hmm. Don't move. Maybe talking to someone out there this morning who about to leave your place of employment. says, don't wander from it. No, if, if it's the season for you to move, you move on promotion because that's the correct thing. You move upward. So if you're going to move, make sure it is an upward move. It's not a downward move. It says, don't wander from your place because that place, if you stay there, don't move from it, be faithful there, you will Read from it. So it tells us, like a bird that wandered from his nest is a man who wandered from his place. And go down into verse 18. Whoever keep the fig tree will eat his fruit. So he who waits on his master will be honored. So it tells us, if you are patient and diligently do what you're supposed to do, you will now reap the reward. From your doing, you will what? Reap the reward from your doing, from what you do. It will provide for you now. It will take care of you. It is such a business that when you start a business, for the first five years of that business, it's going to be rough. It's a no name. Unless you buy, watch now, unless you buy a franchise. Because a franchise has already been built. That's why it's a franchise. It has a name. It has a clientele. And you pay dearly for it. Because you have to pay for all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to sew back in. Yeah, You have to pay royalties (laughs) onto the name. Not for that name Mm -hmm. that somebody built. Mm -hmm. But remember now, that person has to remove the A first in that business. Mm -hmm. And watch the tender grass produce come forth. Mm -hmm. And watch the herbs of the field. The herbs from the mountain, mm-hmm. and watch the the lamb produce the food. Okay. When you t- 
kick off your business, you have to go through those stages with it. And it says that for the first five years, it's a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of putting into it. You put in, you're not taking on anything. It's it takes your sweat, it takes your blood, <laughs> and it takes your money, and it takes your time, it takes everything from you. You gotta put into it. But if that is what you call to do, don't wonder for it. Because come the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth year of that business, it will be paying you dividends. And if you go to sell it now, (laughs) someone got to pay you. They got to pay you. Payday is you. After keeping your business and you keep your business for 10 years, you build a business. You don't keep a business for 10 years and don't build it. If it's around for 10 years, it's worth something. And that's what, that's what he's saying here to us. So let's this morning be encouraged. Let's be encouraged. Let's continue to be diligent in what the Lord gives you, in the talent that God gives you. Let's be diligent in it. Let's work hard hard in it. And if you want to know that word I use, work hard, get my book. (laughs) Make life work. Mm -hmm. In there, I have a whole chapter on the secret of hard work that it will reward you. It will make you. And I show in that book that Jesus was a hard worker. Everyone who followed God is a worker, is a worker, is a diligent worker. Jesus says, why well, I work hard when he asks him? He says, I work because my father worked until now. So I work. So he imitates the father. How do we know the father worked? Go read Genesis chapter 1. It says God created heaven all by himself. He developed the heaven and the earth all by himself. He wants a garden. He he plants the garden. He didn't he didn't make man until he planted the garden. Think about that. God could have made man and said that go plant the garden. But no, God plants a garden. He's a worker. Oh, don't let me start. Mm-hmm. Go read my book and, and work it because it pays. <laughs> and that's in Genesis chapter two, verse eight. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So God did the work in planting the garden. He did the work in forming the man. He put the breath into the nostrils of the man, and then he told the man to tend to it, to keep the garden. In verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it so not to create it no but to tend and to keep keep it it. his position his fruitful place was what the garden tend and keep it tend and keep it our assignment is to tend to the talents that god God. has given unto us and to keep it get a return get a gain trade on the talents to further develop the kingdom 
Verse 15, that should put you at rest on this morning and not a sleepy rest, but a, but a rest knowing with full assurance that God has put you in a place of prosperity to tend and to keep it, a place of joy and fulfillment to tend and to keep it. Their assignment was to tend and to keep what God already created, the provision that was already there. Just tend and keep, keep it. it, tend and keep it. It's already there. They didn't have to create it. They were just to tend and to keep it. Well, then people say, well, he cursed the ground after the serpent. But you got to continue reading on in your Bible because when Noah left that offering, sent that smooth, uh, that soothing aroma up into the heavens he on that it. sacrifice, the curse that was on the ground was broken. broken. So we're go, you know, we go only to Genesis chapter three and we talk, oh, the curse. Oh, I got to sweat to make my bread and toil the earth and all this stuff. Well, if you read a couple more chapters, you'll see that Noah, when he, (laughs) the curse was broken. Yes. I know he says, it's seed time on all this, my friend. (laughs) So back to the beginning, the original design. Seed, time, Time and and harvest. harvest. You can't hurry the seed. Once the seed is in the ground, it's going to unfold. And think about the power of the seed. Everything needed for life is already in the seed. You're not putting anything in the seed capsule. Everything that is needed for life is already in the seed. You're just putting the seed in its fruitful place, which is the soil, as God created it to be. You're not injecting anything into the seed. So we still got to stop injecting our opinion into the word, the seed of God. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. I am told that the French have a proverb that surely has universal application. They say, there is no pillow so soft as a clear conscience. Normally, we don't have to stop and think about whether our conscience is clear. If anyone's conscience isn't clear, they get the message repeatedly. That's the job of the conscience. There's another C word that goes along with clear conscience, and that word is confession. If your conscience isn't clear, you may need to confess the reason why. Confess to God and perhaps another person if necessary. I wish for you the soft pillow that a clear conscience provides. This is David Jeremiah.